Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things, bad baby. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about... So, welcome once again to another episode of Megashine. We up in these streets, these dark alleys and all this who shot John. Uh, Victor, how are you doing? I am doing fine. I'm back in Los Angeles and I'm a little tired. Um, I have to fly in four states. That takes a while to hope, but you know what? That's also cool. <laughs> right. You've been all over, all around the world, like uh, Lisa Sansfield. Uh, <laughs> so this episode, we have a couple of guests and we're going to turn it up. As they say, as the the children say. So I'm going to let our guests introduce themselves, uh, starting with a returning guest. Andrew, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Andrew Gerza. I'm a disability awareness consultant, critical content creator, working specifically in sexuality, disability, and queerness. And I'm the host of Disability After Dark, the podcast. And a friend of the show... Hey guys, it's Roberto, aka a nerd called Berto, and I am just a petty filth monger on these Twitter streets. <laughs> and this episode, like I said, we're gonna turn up the heat. We're gonna talk about sex. We're gonna talk about uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh you know, all the things, you know, some personal accounts, um comic book uh, characters that we find attractive, you know, all that stuff. So, Victor, yeah. I'm gonna let you start it off. Mm-hmm. So, hit us with the first question. Or you are we gonna do um, like a hot seat or whatever? So, we can do a hot seat or we can just, you know, we'll, we'll start off a couple of questions first and then... Yeah, let's break the ice a little okay. bit. So let's 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 get let's make it somewhat geeky and let's talk about some of the maybe comic book characters or video game characters or somebody in sci-fi that you would just give everything up for the minute they basically look at you. Who are those people or things or what have you? Around <laughs> 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 uh, I'll go first. Um. I think everybody was, is probably going to be in agreement. Um, Nightwing. Yes. Um, th- there's nothing more to be said. That man's fine. Uh, how he's drawn is always fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll second Nightwing, and I will add uh, Midnighter and Apollo. And just have a threesome. I can uh, well, all right. Well, you know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you got a two for one deal. You know, everybody likes a sale. I love a value. <laughs> Andrew, what about you? Uh, I'm just thinking about. I'm not thinking about current cartoon characters. Uh, and it, when I was a kid, I was really. Do you guys remember Robin Hood, the Fox? Oh yes. From like back in the day, when I was a kid, that <laughs> that character for some reason, possibly because he was British, 
and possibly because he was a fox. I don't know. But when I was like <laughs> six or seven or eight and realizing that I was into dudes, that character was like, yep, give me all of that. And so like if they could, if they would update that character today, I'd be all over it. Um, in terms of comic book characters today, I don't know. There's so many. I got. I gotta go with. I gotta. I gotta chime in on the Nightwing thing though, and say yes, completely. Yeah, they they always draw Nightwing's ass. Like his ass is actually goals. For real, it's like in more ways damn. than one. That's <laughs> like I I wish that mine was like that, but you know, we can't have everything. Well, I have a few. I'm going to try to do it quick. Um, Tom Drago from uh, Game of Thrones, played by the beautiful Jason Momoa. Um, just this character was just, it's just wild and free and loosely. And I, you know, me being, you know, somewhat innocent, I, I kind of wanted. Oh, bullshit. Somewhat innocent. <laughs> I would love to be, you know, taken by this warrior king. Um, Go on. He man, of course. I grew up with He Man. He Man is someone that I just like. It didn't make any sense. He's running around just with the harness, loincloth. <laughs> he's wearing. If you think about it, he's wearing nothing but a harness and loincloth. Um, he Man was ready for the Folsom uh, Street Fair. He, <laughs> the God of Folsom. Basically, <laughs> you know, think about it, you know, American gods talk about the gods of all these things. Well, he was the guy of Uh <laughs> You can say that. Uh, let's see. Flint. Now you got me thinking about the genie from American Gods. <laughs> yeah, that scene. Yeah. I've replayed that uh, scene in my, in, on my computer like four or five thousand times since it aired. <laughs> Guilty. Um, Flint, Gunko, Roadblock, Destro from G.I. Joe. Something about Destro is, I bet that's amazing. Um, Panthro Lino from um, hmm. Thundercats. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's something about them was always really fine. Um, in comics, Wolverine. Um, yeah, Wolverine. I, Wolverine just just straight out the gate all the time, every single time. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. I don't know what it is. Just something about him. That he's just, you know, when you just need to let it just go, he will be that person. It's because he exudes that masculinity we all sort of wish we had, but we don't. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. I believe Wolverine. That. Wolverine probably be the one in a BDSM, like right out the gate, first date, ready to go, and be like, okay, I just wanted some coffee, not a ball and gag, and you know, he he looks like he would be down for whatever. Um, I can do that. <laughs> After cream and sugar, who brings chains? Right. Yeah. yeah, I'll be all right with that. I got no problem with that. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I'll also say in, in, in comics, Bishop, um, Cyborg, um, Thunder, Thunderbird, and the brother Warpath and um, Sunfire. And I already said Cyclops, but his brother Alex, and then especially in, in Alex. Yeah, um, it had it because and in Inferno, um, Madeline Pryor, the clone of Jean Grey, made him a Goblin Prince, and that outfit she put him in, mm. 
used to give me a lot of fantasy. So if you want to Google have a Havoc um, Inferno, you can see what I was talking about. But yeah, she dressed him up. She dressed him up. So those are the ones I would go for. And I would always go for, and as I mentioned, Bishop. Something about Bishop has always been. Bishop will have to wear like a do rag or something because you know he got that drip, <laughs> that Jerry curl that <laughs> be dripping all over the place. <laughs> so glow, right? Like, come on, man! I'm like, dirty it up my pillows. That is natural. Y'all even well, that is natural Creole. That is not nothing about That's that hair thing. is natural, except his baby hairs probably. So like all that you gotta have a mop to clean up. I'm like, come on now. Hmm. Well those well, are good choices. I think any male archetype from the nineteen eighties was pretty much got my um little queer heart a pit of pattering. Because yeah. they were drawn so muscular. I was like, Yep, I want that. That's <laughs> yep. Yeah. I I would add uh uh, Star Lord, how they're currently drawing him. Yep. It's like, oh, oh, hello, Peter. I would also <laughs> just add Chris Pratt. Period. The end. <laughs> period. Full stop. Yeah, full stop. <laughs> the end. He doesn't um, have to talk. In fact, I would prefer he doesn't talk. But and I mean, he's single now. You know, him and Anna Faris are done. So, like, hey, my number's <laughs> over here. I'll throw a Colossus here. Something about. Colossus seems like the type of one to, you know, cookie breakfast after yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Immediately makes you go starts cooking pierogies. Right. <laughs> I'd be alright with some pierogies and sex. Is that, I mean, if, that was, if somebody offered me that, I'd be like, sure. <laughs> sure. Actually, I would not say no. Nope, I not at all. I to lots, though. I, I don't really have much of a boundary or a filter, so I'm pretty much down for whatever. All right, well, speaking of that, Andrew, since you have you kind of start this up, let's let's kind of get into that. Let's get into where... Let's, let's get into a hot seat where we ask these type of questions. We push the boundaries of each other. So... I think we should do. We should have this kind of, that conversation about what is it that really gets us, and do we have those boundaries? And if we do, why do we have those boundaries? So I don't. If anybody's willing to get in the hot seat first, jump in. Or I'll go. go first um. So you want? So what? You want to know what my boundaries are? Um. I like I said, I don't really have a lot. Like I'm down for so many, so many things. As long as you don't hurt me too much, I like a little bit of pain, but just don't don't make it scary. Um, and then I guess like maybe we don't do scat. That'd be cool if we didn't do that. Um, I don't get that. I I don't understand that. I don't understand like the puking, the blood, the the scat. I don't get it. I'm 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 happy if that's your thing and you if that gets you off like. Good for you, but that's not going to make nothing rise for me. So, uh, I mean, but really, I like somebody to, I like to be, to be dominated a little bit because in my experience as a disabled person, I'm the one who has to usually tell people what to do all the time in my day to day. 
So it's nice to flip that role a little bit when I'm with somebody in the bedroom and not have to, I don't have to, to manage everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, or Andrew, that people want to ask? Let's see. The craziest... Um, well, let's say the, the craziest hookup you've had. Craziest is in like good or like oh my god this is happening. Um Yeah, yeah either. Alright. Um the most uncomfortably crazy hookup I had. I met this guy on some app back in my college days and he he was like, Okay, I'll be over. So he comes over. We're doing the thing, we're making out. We're ha- we haven't even gotten to like the sex part yet. We're just making out. And he stops me and he goes I can't kiss you anymore. And I was like, what? What? Like, do, do, is my breath weird? Like, what? And he was like, no, 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 no. You just remind me of somebody. And I was like, okay. Like, all right. He goes, my my ex-girlfriend um, <laughs> had a son who was in a wheelchair. And I was like, okay, great. And he's like, okay. he's like the, the little boy died. And, and, I, and as I'm making out with you, I you, you kind of look like him. And I was like, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what am I supposed to do with this information? So I stopped kissing him. And I said, okay, okay um, you should probably go. And he goes, no, 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 we can, we can finish. And I was like, no, we can't. You have to leave now. I'm out. And he like, he's like, I'm so sorry, but like, you remind me of him. And like, you're both disabled. So of course I would make that connection. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like literally... <laughs> Didn't know what to say to this guy. Didn't know. Didn't want to hurt his feelings because I was like, obviously you have like emotions about this child that passed away. I'm not gonna right. say anything about that. But I was like, I'm trying to get off with you. Where the fuck did this come from? What am I supposed to say? So he left, and I just kind of sat there in like weird silence for like 20 minutes, being like, Did that just happen? What? <laughs> <laughs> he might have needed like a. Uh... To talk somebody, talk to somebody that's uh, a professional, because he might have had some. He needed some unresolved. That, yeah, he needed some support that. He needed some support that I couldn't and did not want to at the time provide. I just wanted to get off, and have a good time with this with this straight guy, because I was like, all right, I'll blow a straight, like whatever, sure, I don't care if you if you think you're straight, whatever, like fine. I was like 25 and just wanted to get down, and then that was like then I walked into this guy's trauma and was like, oh, I'm sorry, all right. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know that that gif of the uh, that cat that is uh, got caught. Like, I think she was the cat was like f- trying to find something in a, a drawer, and then the owner saw it and like the cat pushed everything back. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Like, oops, this I'm really not supposed to be here. Like, yeah, this. I just picture Peter Griffin like slowly backing away. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. what I was doing. Homer backing up into the bushes. Yeah. Basically. Wow, that's Damn. some people are yeah, some people are just I don't know. You never know what can trigger somebody. Like that's well, I it, I, I kinda understand because have y'all noticed that when you had a hookup, um it turns out to be a therapy session afterwards, almost. No. Like, why they, like, you know, like, why they, 
it's like after everything is done, y'all talk about things and why this person. I'm supposed to have pillow talk with you, but don't tell me that I remind you of your ex girlfriend's dead kid. What are you? What are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, I mean, like that is weird. I I've had someone um, tell me that they they were with somebody, but how that person treats them like crap and everything else, and how I inspired them to break up with them. Oh God, Aww. see, that's, that's too, too much. That's well, just too much pressure, man. Like, just so much pressure when you just want to like get your get done or have a good time yeah. why you gotta bring that stuff in there well, yeah but I didn't, I didn't i didn't take it too bad i mean i looked at it like well i guess you know my stuff was good enough for you to be convinced that you needed to leave but y'all having a full-on dr phil moment well yeah and this is just like a hookup like like some some people have to specify if i'm gonna suck your dick i also need 45 minutes of discussion time afterwards and if we knew this if we knew this going in now, I'll admit that when I hook up with some people, sometimes I will say the wrong thing, especially if I like it a lot. I said once to somebody, as we're making out, I was like, I love you. And I meant to say, I meant to say, I love this, but it came out like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor guy stopped and goes, what? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I meant to say, I love what you're doing to me right now, please. Please don't oh, stop doing it. And he, he obviously no, stopped. Yeah, you stopped. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think but, my second my second semester in college, before I met my partner, like I met the I hooked up with this one random dude. And then he said, Oh, I love you. And I was like, That's nice. And I just <laughs> like <laughs> what do you say to that? Thank you. Like, <laughs> right. Like uh, it was so awkward. Like, just go. So much drama, and you're just trying to like. But I mean, that also speaks to how much we, in our culture, especially queer culture, like, we don't, we can say "I love you" in this really weird sort of flippant kind of way with our friends, like, like it means nothing. But we don't actually like. I find queer men, especially, have trouble emoting. So probably what was happening with this poor dude, with this poor person of yours, was they were probably having feelings. And they had no other way of like saying it, and they were like, maybe, maybe if I say it, like this one guy won't run away. Obviously, like I don't know, I don't know the particulars, but maybe they were like, if I just say this, maybe this one will stick around. So I think it speaks to like a larger issue of like get queer men being we're able to like take a dick like champs and be be like totally down for that, and that's great. But we we have trouble like actually emoting with each other, and I think. Maybe that's probably what was happening here. The person was trying to grasp on to like somebody to have those emotions with and being totally unable to do that because our culture doesn't really allow for us to emote with each other unless we're being like we're being sarcastic. Like sarcasm is kind of our a lot of gay men's kind of brand is to be super sarcastic and funny when which is cool and that's great. Like I'm down for that, but like when we're also trying to have emotions, it's really hard to like discern whether you're being serious or you're just playing because you're afraid to have real emotions. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of gay men use sarcasm as a shield. Totally. Better to make a joke than to be actually honest. Right. Because they, a lot of people say they try to make jokes to keep from crying, so... Ain't that it's right? Safer. It's safer to be like, I threw a barb at you, haha, <laughs> funny, than really being like, actually, what I wanted to say was, 
I, f- I caught the feelings for you or I'm having emotions about this thing. And I have no idea how to fucking say that. We don't do that enough. And I think it's really tough when you, cause I, I am the kind of person that falls for somebody really hard. Like I fall like it's, it's, I'm basically that girl in the rom-com within the first 20 minutes who's like, I love you. Let's be together. And I know it's ridiculous, but it's what happens because I think, and it, for me, it's partially because I'm disabled. I haven't been socialized in queer spaces in a way that it feels safe and comfortable. So when anybody who, who, who gives me like a modicum of attention, I fall apart with, with emotions because no one's given me those emotions before. So it's almost like you have to manufacture them yourself because nobody's nobody's helped you experience them for real. So you're like, I'm going to make this a rom-com because what else am I doing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So getting back on subject, do we want to uh, continue with the hot seat with Andrew or are we going to go one at a time? We can, we can kind of go we one at a time. Okay, Victor, you're up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at you. All right. Um, well, I will, before y'all ask any questions, I'll just jump in with the, 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 the crazy time. Um, I would say in college, I had a girlfriend. And um, we were messing around. So I went down with her. And I was supposed to say I went down with her. And I was like, okay, this is. Well, so bad, I guess. You know, she was enjoying it. Um, and I was just remembering things I saw from porn when I was a kid. And then later on, you know, I went back to my room. No, I was in, it was in the same room. Uh, my roommate came back in because he knew what was going on. And I was gone that weekend. And my roommate was like, you know, I missed you. I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's really nice and everything else. And so we were just talking. And all of a sudden, it was like, you know, if I was going to be with a guy, I'll get with you. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Well, so, you know, the same. And then I will say, basically, within two hours after my girlfriend, he and I went at it. So, well, in, that, in that one night, I basically had a, a woman and a man um, within two hours of each other. Um, it was crazy because we were roommates, but his girlfriend was my girlfriend's best friend. See, you already starting off well, all kinds of messy. Messy. So, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I I I got caught up. I didn't know what was going to happen, and so we then we were messing around sometimes, and then you know our feelings got involved. You know, something you know Andrew was talking about. We didn't know how to really process our feelings, and so there was um, another guy that I was really close with, and he was getting really jealous. He was like, "You think about him?" I was like, "What are you talking about? You think about him?" And I really care about you and everything else. And it didn't bother him, but we ended up having kind of the best sexual interaction because of that. Um, that was him. And then I think a year later, um, I ended up pulling around with a guy who, um, who we did have a girlfriend, and me and her had a, a fight in the bookstore. Oh, it was It was more of a mess. Good Lord. <laughs> I lost myself. Right. Than that, but that, those are my crazy things. But I, I'm open to questions. You can ask whatever. I actually have a similar story, but I'll wait for my turn. <laughs> All right, so, dude, I can handle it. Okay, let's see. Andrew, do you have any questions? 
about about the craziness of that story or just generally about life? Uh, about, like, anything about life. specific to Victor's? Uh, Victor, um, trying to think what I want to ask you about sex. I have so many questions. So, tell me, tell me the most cringeworthy comma moment you've ever had. Cringeworthy what moment? Come moment you've ever had. Um, hmm. Where you're like, gonna do it, but it's awkward and strange. You're like, oh, wow. Oh, oh my God. Um, okay. Uh, when I went to my first pool party. I went, um, no, actually, no, that's not, that's not, um, actually it was because, um, I was, I was somewhat in, oh my God, in a group, and I, um, I, for some reason decided I'm just going to enjoy myself and get a part in this, and I did, but it was cringeworthy because, you know, porn sets us up, sets us up for failure, and so, when people were, you know, coming, they just sound horrible. And I was like, this is horrible. I was like, oh, this is horrible. I was trying to be cute with mine. <laughs> I was trying to be a game away about it. And um, people were just like, how uh, people sound in gym. All right. And I was like, this, is, um, this is the most. And I think I even kind of laughed. I was like, let me. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of a cringe moment. I was like, I wanted this to be magical. But basically, you could have had a, uh, a V8. <laughs> yeah, I could have some pickles, basically, but that's okay. That's my cringe moment. That, that's awesome. That wasn't bad. That was going to be like a tough one. I expected better, Andrew. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll get there. Don't worry. Don't, I'll, I'll get there. There'll be there'll be others. There's others. Are you staying up at these pool parties? Um, only been to three. Mm. <laughs> I've heard um, you talk about them before. Yeah, right. Actually, let me rephrase that. That was the second one. The first one was the one about the knee. That's the one I did not do anything in. I couldn't because it was just too funny. The third one was not so long ago, where basically I went there and I was like, there's nobody here that I would even give them the case. So, yes. Okay. Craziest place you've ever went, uh, craziest place you ever had sex? If you're going to count anything, uh, I will say when I was in Palm Springs, at a resort, and we were carrying on the pool. It was a new resort, <laughs> and I was new for the whole week. And I, I was like, "Look at me, I'm doing this." But yeah, basically, um, the, we got there on a Friday, and Friday night, we, you know, it was, we were in the pool, and we got, we basically got to know our neighbors. Well, <laughs> why is a howdy neighbor happy harvest going through? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a musical right now. <laughs> oh, dude, excuse me. That's 
that's just how my brain works. Yeah, that it was kind of it was exhilarating in a lot of ways. So I was like, God, here I am. I'm totally nude. Everybody's nude. We're in the pool. This is how we're getting to know each other by making out with, with getting to know you. Right, like, oh, all right. But this is fun. I I recommend it. If you haven't been to Palm Springs, I recommend it. Hmm. These are easy. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto, do you have any questions for Victor? Um, worst sex you've ever had? Yeah, that one. Oh, worst. Um. You know when sometimes you get into the passion, the dark phoenix um, lust, where you just you you it's like a firm of action sex, where it's like it's why you wouldn't really give that opportunity to, but you're gonna give that opportunity to. Them. And I did, and I'm trying to remember what I did not reflect. Oh, so I gave into my to the urges too much, and I should have been more cautious. And this guy, this is why I lived in Ithaca, New York. Um, we pulled around, and he was trying. He was it's not funny. He was trying to come, and he couldn't do it. It's like he was like, you know, like when you try to try to turn, like you try to twist the. I can't. It's like when you try to turn like a jack in a box. <laughs> wow. Oh no. Kind of do like wow. turning until something tries the, the the clown pops out, but it just don't. <laughs> Like, girl, you can just stop. Like it was just like, what am I? You know, it got to a point. I was like, what am I doing? You, you, he's trying. He's like, Ugh, like literally do it like that. And I'm like, this is mortified that I'm even doing this. I could have just stayed at home, whacked out, and caused a lot Like I could have solved a lot of problems that way. But that was kind of the worst. Um, um, but yeah, that was kind of the worst. Oh no, there was one that it was a lesson to me. It was a great lesson. This was a guy who was very attractive, very attractive, and um, had everything, everything that I, everything that I liked. Very attractive, nice body, nice dick, everything. Stuff happened, and he not only jackhammered, but was done literally within two minutes. Oh no! Oh. I feel bad for him, but also I feel bad for you. And I was like, I, you know, him. I needed that lesson. So it's like you know how we get sometimes like we, we we give those those accolades to guys who are like oh he looks really good or he looks like you know he looks like Tim Kruger or whatever. We give all that. I'm a I'm by the way I'm a Tim Kruger fan if y'all didn't know that. Um, and so they they look a certain way and you give them all of this. You know, praise and privilege, and then they turn out to be trash. So that's what it was. It was, the, it was one of the best lessons I learned. I was like, really? After all of that? Yes, yeah, so yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so he so he finished in two minutes. Um, okay. Did, but was it like when you were done, was it like, hey, want to hang out for a few minutes and like, then we'll try again when, when you're more relaxed? No, maybe he let me get back to work. This was. <laughs> We both were at work, um, uh, but I worked, I was a residence hall director, so my office and apartment was basically um, not too far from each other, so I was able to go back to my apartment for something. We worked on campus, this is all in Cornell, 
University. So he worked somewhere on campus and he came down during his lunch break. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So what I thought would have been a nice hour and a half played about a good twenty minutes. Yeah, it's such a it's such a it's such a shame on all levels. It was. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad. <laughs> it was, but it was a good lesson. I was like, you know, you can't always think that somebody who has a great body, whatever, can't always get what you want. But sometimes you get what you need, <laughs> right? I couldn't. I couldn't even lesson, not even then. <laughs> I couldn't even get that. So yeah, but that would be horrible, and it also be a nightmare if one of my fantasy people again, Tim Kruger, if I ever, ever, ever had a chance. And he turned out to be a dud. I would, I would almost. I know friends in porn who have fucked him. And, uh, I've heard he's, I've heard he's a good lay, but he's much better off camera. Is what I've heard. Mm. Good on camera. Um, you know, he does his job. He does. His, see, this is the thing with porn stars is that they're that they and I have, I have friends in the industry, and they'll tell you like I'm. They're performing. When yes. you get them off camera, they're so much more relaxed yeah. and so much more comfortable because it's not work anymore. They can just relax. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd love to see a porn where, like, they're not expected to perform. The trouble with gay male porn, especially, is that they have it's porn generally, but especially in my opinion, gay male porn. There's you know it's the cum shot, the blow job, the fucking, and then we're done. I'd love to see a porn where they just it is whatever it is. Um, and as much as I don't like him anymore, when Colby Keller did his Colby Across America thing where he just fucked random dudes on camera. Like, I loved that style because it was so real. Unfortunately, he ended up being a huge asswad um, oh, yeah. supporting Trump. That was and I can't support that at all. But the style, the, the art house porn thing, I liked it a lot. And I, like when I fuck a dude, that's the kind of sex I want to have. Like, I don't perform for me because I won't get, like, it does nothing for me. Yeah, I don't get off on, like, the corner seems like a professional-like shoe. Like, I want to feel like, okay, I'm actually watching people having sex, and I'm not watching a big production. Like, that doesn't do it for me. That used to be, um, I used to get that from amateur straight guys. They used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, in their prime. And it was funny because I worked, I didn't know they were in Tempe, Arizona, and I used to work there. And I actually met them. I met Doug and the other guy. And I think one of them has died. But I, I met them at um, Whole Foods. <laughs> I remember I met them. I was like, oh my God, I'm a fan. And he was like, oh, thank you. And everything else. Um, but yeah, and that to me was the epitome of, of just good old fashioned, different types of guys. Not, I mean, I'm sure they were performing, but not to a point where it was like so obvious. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Well, if there's no for me, we'll move over to Roberto. Give it to me, Roberto. I have a question. What? What is? I'll be, I'll be nice. What? What is your type? Wait, say that again. What is your type? My type. Um, alive, and um, wow. <laughs> um, it's really broad. 
I I am a fan of the dad bod. I like someone who just. I mean, I obviously enjoy like someone who is just you know jacked, but I honestly prefer someone who just looks real and normally wouldn't expect them that behind closed doors they're just animals. Like, I like someone who's jacked with a little bit of a belly, though. That's my thing, though. Like, if you're jacked and you have a little punch, I'm like, all right, we'll be friends. Yeah, like I, I like a little bit. I like a little bit of a gut. I like uh, the lumberjack look. Um, Lumbersexual. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I gotta say, as I get older, as I get, as I become what I have now termed on on my Twitter, I've started using the hashtag disabled daddy because. A, it's hilarious, and B, it's just the truth. As I get older, I like people, I like like when you when you don't when we don't care so much about our appearance so much. Like obviously we care a little bit, but not to the point where it's like so you're so primmed and proper that I you're no longer a person. And I I love body hair and I love like a little bit of like a little bit of like yeah this is what I'm dealing with. You can you can take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And I hate the term daddy, but I do like older guys too. Why do you hate the term daddy? It's my favorite. Why? <laughs> I just cannot bring myself to say it. At least, next time. Like, I'll, next maybe time. I'll say it like in, in private, but I won't like, yeah, daddy. No, nope. But I like, won't. Next time, next time you're fucking <laughs> an older guy, say daddy. The first, and I, I believe also that it's not just an older guy. I think being a daddy is like a state of <laughs> This going to sound so ridiculous, but I think it's like a state of mind and it's like, it's like, being confident in what you have and, and what you are right now and not worrying about the rest. And I think for me as a disabled person, I've always worried that I didn't look a certain way and I didn't look good enough and I wasn't whatever. So when I started using the disabled daddy kind of thing, uh, partly as a joke, but now that the more I use it, the more I'm like, yeah, it just means I'm really comfortable in who I am. Oddly enough, I, re- I relate to that a bit. So like I am not in, the best shape but like when i was and i was like for the first time in my life you know like oh like i i look good that honestly wasn't when i was most confident i was most confident after it kind of started fading when you know work and whatnot just stressed like made it all come back like i kind of was like whatever i i know what i i got and i feel more confident now than when i was actually in shape because like well I know what I can offer you behind closed doors, so... So, I mean, I know you hate the word, but it sounds like, to me, you're a daddy. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am, you know, 32 going on 80, so I... Me, I'm 33 going on, like, 75, so it's it's good. So, basically, this is the Golden Girls. Yep. Pretty much. Calm down. (laughs) I've already got the wheelchair. I'm set up to go. I've already got got the wheelchair. I'm ready to... (laughs) Does that make you Sophia? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other questions for Roberto? Uh, I'm thinking of think what? Nick knows mm. some shit, too. So. Mm. I've told Nick some things. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't... Victor, I know you got some questions. No, you are... Or I'll throw one more and give you some time. Right. Um, 
All right, so bro, are you are you really dominant? Are you are you or are you very submissive? Um, can I guess before you answer? Can I guess just based on your like sure. profiles? So, so I would guess you are dominant behind closed doors because right now you sound kind of like shy and innocent and like super nice and kind of like <laughs> so I I have a feeling that when when you are behind closed doors with a, with a, with somebody you really like you're all about it you would be correct in that if if it's someone i i really like then it's like i want to make sure that we are both having a good time and i will do what i need to do to ensure that because i like this person um i do enjoy being dominated sometimes but it's more like i'm telling you to do it just like have so your way with me rather than lying back and oh oh no sir what are you doing so you're, you're i am telling you do this so you're a sub because you actually are the one controlling the scene but you're letting them think they are yeah i guess <laughs> but um i and it depends it depends on the person i think you were right like if it's someone that I I like that I'm in a relationship with, then I'm definitely a, a lot more dominant. Um, oh, I, it really just depends. I have a question for you. Yeah. Define for us, for you, define relationship. Um, for me, it, I have weird things with relationships. For me, it's um, it, it's you. It's just you and me. And that's it. Um, anything less than that is we're dating, we're seeing each other. Um, I would define relationship as just two people, and unless it's it's open, but that's something else. But I, that's how I would define it. But I mostly stick to the realm where I feel like I am, I am dating this person, I am with this person, but I. The moment we kind of enter like relationship, I start freaking out. You start freaking out, or they start freaking out? I do. It's always me. The See, moment I'm they the start getting serious, I'm a, I'm a rom com girl. Right. Like if you if you if we went on our second date and you were like, "Yo, I want to be your boyfriend tomorrow," I'd be like, "Sure, great, <laughs> awesome," because. I, all I, all I know is, hey, thanks for that blowjob. I've never slept off a disabled dude before. Bye. Like, that's literally the extent of my sexual relationship right there. See, I once, I was once dating someone, and we had only gone out, I guess, three times or something like that. And so we're in the bedroom and doing our thing. And then it just, because it came on, it was just like, all things got very serious. It's just like, I just want you to know I... I I really like you and just started like spilling his feelings and then just like I had to be like shh don't talk stop and then I was immediately turned off I'm a I'm a rom-com girl outside of the real world once I'm with someone it's yeah no I'm not I like the idea of it basically you're the runaway bride yeah I <laughs> I am Julia Robinson the runaway bride except I can't ride a horse <laughs> 
Um, I used to be able to ride a horse, and then I don't know, eight just happened when I was five. I used to ride, like, I was big on horses. I don't know why I brought that up, but just I'm now picturing all of us on a horse running away from Richard Gere. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd run from him. No, I wouldn't. You I know, would 10 years ago, I wouldn't have run from him. Now I would be like, okay. Next. American Gigolo, Richard Gere, or Runaway Brat, Richard Gere. Oh, pretty woman, Richard Gere. <laughs> yeah, pretty woman, Richard Gere, hands down. No right up on that white limo with roses and playing opera. <laughs> Officer and a gentleman, Richard Gere, right yes. there. Like, that, yes. like, like some vintage Richard Gere. Now, like, I just don't know what's going on with him now. Julia Roberts still looks fucking... She's She can get it whenever... Like, Julia Roberts... I don't know if you've had work done, and if you have, good for you. But holy fuck, you still bringing it, man? Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't look like she's had work done. I don't think she has, but yeah, no, I I agree. And her husband, Danny Motor. Oh yeah, like just give me an hour, please. Just like just please <laughs> take me on your motorcycle. Fuck Richard Gere and his horse. Take or his limo. Take me on your motorcycle, Danny Motor, and let's do things. <laughs> I I would go with Richard Gere, Billy Flynn in Chicago. I still. Wow. <laughs> I feel it would be like wham, bam, thank you, get the fuck out. I'm like, okay. And he'd sing you jazz standards as you're coming. I mean, okay, right, that's yeah. my fantasy, pretty much. You know. He's such a theater queen. Oh yeah. As you're coming, oh, we know. Hit that, right. hit, hit that falsetto, you know, just full of right. high belt. <laughs> And I am telling you. Right. Supposed to have a question. Um, I'm supposed to have a question. Let's see. I'm really enjoying the like the tangents this conversation's going on. That's the best kind of conversation. It's it's my favorite. Like I don't even remember what the what the initial point of this conversation was, but it's amazing. It's great. Let's see. Um The best you've ever had. The best I've ever had um, would be recently with my ex, where it just I ex it just everything was just there was no direction. It was just like we were just both on the same plane, and toes were curling. My head was dizzy afterwards. Just, oh, dizzy! <laughs> lightheaded, um, just where you're like you're just both flying back on that, and just like uh, uh, words can't be formed. <laughs> you sure that one, Devaka Stinger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Judy, that Billy Flynn moment with yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, show tunes are playing in my head. It it, it was great. <laughs> it's just like we both knew what the other one wanted at that point without saying it isn't that nice i mean that's never happened for me never once ever it was great i'm tired of having, <laughs> i'm tired of having to direct dudes on what to do like it's like can you really can you just figure it out can you just try something instead of me having to like tell you about it please yeah because normally it's like i'm either saying like do this or you know, I put myself in a position that was like, to, it's like, go now, now I'm comfortable. This is what I like. It was just where it's like, everything's just 
meshing perfectly. Jealous. Well, I've, that's gone now, so... <laughs> I've had that before, where it it was just it was weird because it's like you know you talked it up and then you the person comes over and everything is just going just going and you just like it's almost like intoxicating because you're not really speaking it's just happening it's just going mm-hmm. lip flopping you're touching and this and everything else and people just being honest and you're you know you're you're vocal. And you're not really thinking about what's coming out of your mouth. I mean, it, it, it's a nice feeling. So hopefully, Andrew, one day will have that feeling. Um, I mean, I almost had it until I said, I love you. And the guy was like, what? Oh. <laughs> I think, well, I think the, best, the best things were like you, you just stop thinking because you're just so in the moment. Anytime that like I, my brain shuts off because I'm just there that's when that's when it's good it's when i start thinking and then my mind starts wandering i'm like oh right i'm doing this back back to where i was i have a question for the whole group that we asked individually i have i want to know what's been the worst sex for all of us oh i got one yeah and so um, I can start, or I can give it to somebody else, and then go. I ha- but mine is like you go first. And ready. All right. So when I was twenty-two, I met these dudes on Gay. dot com. We all remember Gay. dot com, right? That was the thing we all used to do. Yes. Um, and I was on, <laughs> I was on the app looking looking for dick, and I met this couple, and they were like in their. I was twenty-two. They must have been in their forties at the time. They were really super hot. And they were like, we, we want somebody to mess around with. We want a third. And I had never, I was like, I had never ha- had a threesome ever in my life. The whole idea was like both exciting and terrifying as fuck. But I was like, all right, like, sh- okay. So we talked for a few weeks about it. And they like primed me into it, made me really comfortable. And they're like, okay, we're going we're gonna to come to your dorm room and pick you up and bring you back to our house. Now, <laughs> this was not the smartest idea on my part. They came in a white van to my dorm room picked me up out of my wheelchair, put me in their car, and drove me away. <laughs> now, had any had anybody seen me? I've always depended away. on the kindness of strangers. Right. Yeah. Like, the optics of that alone, I was going to get murdered and die. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what was supposed to happen. So, they brought me to their house, which was like a 35-minute drive away from, away from the, the campus, and it was in this little town just outside of campus. So we, I get, we get to their, hu- their house, and they help me get in bed, and then they start making out with each other. And I am sitting there totally unschooled on how to have a threesome. Didn't know how to jump in because they were a couple, right? And I was trying to be respectful of their space, and I was super young. And the whole time, they were using – they were having sex with each other, but, like, using me as the thing – to watch them do it with each other, but they weren't having sex with me. And then finally at the end, they made, they helped me come. And I guess, <laughs> so, so embarrassing, but I don't care. I guess I got nervous. And because I have CP, sometimes when you get nervous, all of your muscles relax. <laughs> Which means that my asshole muscle deci- decided to relax right then. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I- <laughs> I'm severely no, disabled in that, in that I have no ability to clean myself or 
do anything. To, once you get me out of my chair, I can't. I'm. That's it. I can't. I can't do anything. I am. I am what I refer to. Uh, I'm what I refer to as a dead turtle, meaning that I'm on my back. I can't move. There's. I'm. I'm stuck. So I shit myself out of excitement and and fear of what was happening. But they didn't. It was just enough that only I knew. Except I left a stain on their oh. 800 thread count, 800 thread count sheets, and I went home. I saw the stain. They didn't. As they were lifting me up, I saw it, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So they, <laughs> they never called me again. But it was the worst because, first of all, they used me as their weird sex toy and didn't tell me that was happening. And secondly, I shit on their on their bed, and there was nothing I could do about it. So that takes the cake as the worst sex I've ever had. Wow, that uh, well, well, I don't have any words I for that. Got, serves them right for using you as a sex toy, right? <laughs> I mean, next time that was kind of shitty of them. No, so good. Well, okay, I got, I got one. so I had, I just broken up with someone who just anyways and so i just need like a quick fix i just need to get laid so i was talking i was talking to this guy and it's like okay yeah you meet up and let's go back to my place whatever you know we're making out and getting ready to get into it and i'm just like god like he's just like i guess i'm like just smelled like bo, and I'm just like, well, oh, no. uh, whatever, whatever. It's just, I'm, it's fine, it's fine. We just do our thing. It's not good. It's just whatever. Is I was just I needed it, and I was desperate, and I didn't give a shit. So, finish. Okay, no, bye. I give a shit to the loo. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, I'm like sniffing. I'm like, God, what is that? Like sniffing, like my arm, my hands, like my my bed sheets, and just like it just reeked of his like I don't know, it was like nerve sweat. I don't know what the fuck, but it's just oh, nerve sweat. It was so bad, Cause, and I and I have a feeling because like when we were like you know like messing around, like he he is flat out sweating. Cause, you know, it's like I'm just like oh my arm suddenly wet. Okay, um, oh. <laughs> No yeah. amount of like washing my hands and just soap and water, I could still smell it for several hours. And, like, oh God! It was just like, oh God, this is what I get for desperation. This is this is my this is my penance. This is my punishment for like needing it so hard. Like I knew this was like this is a this is a desperation hookup, and it's just like, oh God. I want to say, like, we hooked up in the afternoon and, like, by, like, nighttime, you know, I'm, I'm out with, with a friend and I'm just, like, you know, I'm lifting my, my glass to my lips and I'm just, like, I'm like, oh, it's like I can still smell it on me. Oh, no. Oh. Ugh, and I'm, I'm still traumatized by that as the, my lowest. I'm, like, that never be that desperate, me. Roberto. Never be that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Love yourself. Right, hashtag self love. Like, <laughs> I should I, have. 
Was there any point where you could have been like, hey, want to have a sexy shower together? Like, was there any point where you could have turned that into something positive for both of you? No, because it, like, as we were doing, it's like, it just, it wasn't even like good. It's just like, let's just, like, let's just finish this up and get the fuck out. Get her done. Yeah, like, I did not want to extend it any further. Like, I, I could tell right now, like, this isn't even going to be good. It's like, just let's, I think, I don't think, even think I, came i think it's just like you're done okay cool i'm good bye uh well okay, some people okay, like that some people like that watch which i've found that's more white men like that but i found a lot some people like that you are correct <laughs> i'm down for some good raunch if you tell me that raunch is what i'm getting into like and there's okay. There's a point of like you didn't wear deodorant today because you know you're gonna fuck this dude and you know he's into it and that's your thing. Like that's been discussed and prepared. Correct. But there's like I haven't showered in a good forty eight hours and I didn't tell you this and here I am to get mine because think about it. You gotta put your nose and your mouth in places where smells just happen. Yes. So like like you know take care of that shit because like okay. I am severely disabled and I cannot, I have a story about that that I'm going to dovetail with this. So when I was 21, I'm, I was starting to see this guy and his name. And the only reason that I remember this story is because his name was Rock. Rock, like Rock Voisin. Kind of, but, but more French, like Rock. Rock Voisin. So he was from like somewhere in Quebec. So I met him and we hung out and we, we had like lunch. We went on a couple, a, a few dates because he was like, I don't want to fuck you till the third date. And I was like, all right, like, cool. That's sweet. Whatever. I thought this was Aww. like us building a friendship. It wasn't. It was him being weird. Um, so then, so then he goes to go down to me on the third date and he goes, he's just about to get there. And he goes, I can't give you head. And I was like, what? And he goes, there's an odor down there. And I am mortified because what can I? I can't clean myself. I have people for that. So, like, there's nothing I can do. I can't. Like, he's he's like, no, no, no. I'll just I'll just take the tip and it's all right. And I was like, no, no, no. It's fine. So, I, I understand the awkwardness of being the one that smells weird. It's awkward as fuck. And all I wanted to do after that was shower for, like, three days. Aww. But, like, I can't imagine why didn't this guy, like, I'm sure you're nervous, but if you're going to put your mouth on a dude's dick and around his areas where smell is going to happen, take care of that stuff. I'm really self-conscious about that. Like, even when I'm outside, like, I'm trying to, you know, check my armpits and see if I don't stink. Even It's just, the worst thing is somebody telling me that, Nick, you stink. Yeah, same. I'm just now, granted, if if it's after the gym or after I run, okay, you gonna get get some of this funk. But if it's like randomly, like three o'clock in the afternoon, like oh Nick, you did you wear deodorant? And I'm like, oh my gosh, so I smell like shit. Yeah, that that oh, that's one of the worst things somebody could tell me is that I smell like crap. Same. I'm constantly right. freaking out about that. Agreed. Well, let's not forget we got to put Nick now in the hot seat. Oh, that's true. Uh, God damn it! Y'all ask away. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. 
<laughs> we was all on different games. <laughs> um, Sex um, in public, have you ever? Um. <laughs> uh, yes, I have. Elaborate. Uh, oh my gosh, this was uh, in college. And I hope he hate, he doesn't hate me, um, but I was with my um, with my now partner, and oh, I think we were in a library, and we you know doing work, being <laughs> studious, you know, I you and, <laughs> and I don't know how it happened. All of a sudden, you know, I'm giving I'm giving pipe, but we were trying not to get caught because like the we were on like I think the fourth floor and how it was laid out like the elevators were right behind where the corner that we were using but it was it was fun I would do it again I just like the way you started that story you're like I don't know how it happened all of a sudden I was giving pipe like what <laughs> one primary source led to another and next right. thing you know, we were talking about house. Russian in 1780, and next thing you know, <laughs> I have I'm something in my mouth. Oh gosh, against the encyclopedias. So that, that's, happened about, well, that's happened to me too in college, about, where it's like studying for tests, and the next thing you know, he's staying overnight. Oh. Uh, wow, okay. It's that anyway. Staying overnight? Ooh, I you got something. Back to me. Sorry, but go ahead. Anybody? Anybody? Okay, moving on. Okay, so that's all. No, so okay, since you you try to slip out, um, (laughs) what is your whole name? Do you have a whole persona? No, I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Like I, I don't, I don't like. Cause y'all know I'm with somebody. I w- I've been with uh, my man for it'll be eleven years in November. That's a marriage. Wow! Can we just clap for that? Because I feel like that's really long. It's a long time for like it's like snaps. it's a long time for dudes to be together. And like we, you know, sure we've had ups and downs and whatnot, but I, I, I didn't have like a whole phase or whatever. And, I mean, I think, like, year five or six, I was kind of upset about it that I didn't have that. But come eight or nine, I'm like, okay, I just, I, it, it, when you're with somebody that long, it, you don't, I don't know how to describe it, but you don't need, like, to relive your 20s or whatever because me and him met i think he was 21 he was 21 and i think i was 19 so i mean we've been through a lot we've been through him in a car accident we've been through this and that so i just we didn't follow, well, I know certainly I didn't follow the typical gay man's coming out. 
And I'm fine with it. I, to jump in really quick, I mean, I did have a home, I had to have one, a home face, because I, like Nick, I, I also was living in Kentucky, and I, in my mind, said that I wanted to lose my virginity um, with somebody that I love. Like, I had all of these Southern values to sex, and I wanted to look. This is just somebody I cared about. I only blew you if I really, really, really liked you. Now everybody got you know, I was very that way and I decided to to challenge all of that. So I felt like I was holding these values up and I don't know why I was holding them up. So I, I did have a whole phase when I was twenty eight to kind of figure out who I was. Um, it helped me figure out what I liked and didn't like. So I think I needed to do that so I can say this is what I like, this is what I'm gonna like. Um but I do recommend that everybody has at least one or two more phases, just so you know what you want, so you don't find yourself accepting, you know, or settling for something broke. <laughs> you, know, right? <laughs> you really know what you're going after. Like, you, if you want to be, you know, put up against the wall or all that stuff, or you know, basically, you just want one twelve to be playing. <laughs> We can do it anywhere. A shower in the bedroom. Both of our bodies have been wet. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, any more questions for Nick? Anyone? I know y'all got some more. Um. Uh. Um. I think. Do I have? I'm trying to think of like a really raunchy question. Oh God. Oh. Has anybody ever been peed on and liked it? Nope. No. No, ma'am. What? Uh, and that's not <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> Am I going to be the only one that's going to say yes? Apparently. I mean, All right, I almost but... came to blows with somebody who did it. Oh, no. I'd be asked to do that to somebody. <laughs> no. What is... Can somebody explain that to me? Like, I want to know... I know people like humiliation. And as my mom say, you know, white men love to be humiliated. What what is that? What is, <laughs> I mean, I, they like, must. It's, weird, it's like fluid bonding. It's like I'm gonna give you this thing and I'm gonna pee on you, which means, which means we're gonna be like more connected to each other because we just exchanged. Like we, I don't. Can't you just give me like a, a present or something? Like, does it have to be <laughs> that for a hundred dollars? Give me a a, a blue box that says Tiffany's. Do you have to? I don't know if I can. I've seen it on, like, I can't even watch it on in porn. So I'm like, mm, I just feel like maybe, maybe I'm just taking it too much. But I think as a person of color, a part of me is like, I don't want to be, I feel like I've been humiliated or degraded in some form or fashion. <laughs> so I don't want sex to be that where you're doing that to me. Like, that's just why I have issues with, 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 yeah. I mean, that's. That it totally makes sense. I think for you as a as a person of color yeah. to have somebody else do that to you feels it feels weird. And I didn't even think about that until you said that. And then I was like, oh, okay, that makes so much more sense now. Um, I mean, there are things that I won't let people do because I'm disabled. Like people have fetishized me before. I'm like, oh, you and your wheelchair are so hot. And I'm like, well, yeah, thanks. But also, if you if you disable me more, like that doesn't turn me on. I had a guy once who, and we're messing around, and um. And he was, and he ended up like 
caressing my chair and I wasn't even in it. I was like, um, uh, I didn't realize your fetish extended to the chair, but I'm over here and my dick's over here. So if you're going to get on this, I'm over here. And he's like, no, no, I just think your chair is so sexy. And I was like, um. Okay, he got up. Uh, uh, he sounds like that dude that was. Transformers. He sounds like that dude that was trying to make love to his car. Oh, God. Yeah, right? Well, yeah. These are real fetishes people have, you know. So. I support you, but if you're going to get off of my chair, make sure I'm in it, at least. <laughs> but the, or at no, least no, giving that mug a tune-up, shit. But yeah, like, I, you know, my, like, wheelchairs are expensive. My mom's in a wheelchair. <laughs> shit. But no, I kind of see it. In, yeah. In, like, I, maybe it's because I'm a person of color. I, can, I always say you can spank me, but you can't whip me. So... And they said, what a person of color? I was like, I still, I don't know if I could, but I don't know. I haven't pushed that boundary, but I know when it comes, like I always make jokes there. It comes to leather, it has to be coal on if I'm going to wear leather. But I'm just, <laughs> I don't. Goodbye. And I've tried, I've tried the harness. I don't get the harness because I kept laughing at myself when I saw myself in it. But I love, I, I love, love a dude with some body hair and a harness. I'm all about it. I'm all like, let's go. Um, and for me, wearing a harness is hot because, I mean, people think that I'm not sexual at all because I'm in a wheelchair, right? So when I wear a harness, I'm like, look at you! Look at this, bitches! Mm-hmm. I can do this too! No, I like it on other people. I just, I, I guess for me, I still see myself as Fay Ray, so I don't know why there, I, I will say it's probably a barrier with me, and maybe because of my son and upbringing, and being raised by a real can mother, I can, I can that I can't I'm, I'm, completely yeah, yeah, but again, like I said, I can I can be spanked. I just can't be wet. Why did uh, whatever Lola wants pop into my head? <laughs> 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 oh, give in. <laughs> <laughs> just another musical reference. My bad. <laughs> um, I don't. What do you all think about like the people of color that are into degradation and humiliation? Do you think that says something about them as a person or do you think it's just a fetish? Um I think that a lot of people who are not people of color are into the, that fetish too. Uh, it could just be. It could. They could have gone through some trauma in their lives that, like, that, like, connect. Are, were connected to that in some way. Um, they could just want to turn the tables. And I, but I do think there is a really fine line when you racialize that. And I think when we're doing that with each other, we need to like. We really need to discuss racial stuff when it comes to consent. And I think like this conversation, I've never really considered race and and dominate and dom sub stuff until right now and it's really cool to it's not cool but it's interesting to consider the ways we talk about consent and how we have to might have to bring different lenses like race and ability and disability into that right because i think from that kind of like bdsm and all of that it's looked from a gay a gay community's perspective is always looked at as white, able-bodied yeah. white men. So to put a different lens I mean, on I, it would... I think... Go ahead. 
I think our communities, our community has such a racism problem. We, I mean, we all know this. Go on Scruff for three seconds and say you're a, say you're not white, able-bodied, and like don't aren't down to fuck, and you'll immediately encounter somebody who's like, "Oh, you're different. Can't deal with that. Bye." But like, just a preference. It's just, yeah. Sorry, racism is just my preference. Like, no, it isn't. You're just not, you're being a no racist. Offense, like, but. Yeah, like sorry, it's just my deal. Like, don't get your don't get your knickers in a bunch. It's like, well, no, I was like, you're blatantly like, being you racist. Call- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pronounce that properly. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Andrew. <laughs> K-N-I-C-K-E-R-S. Knickers. <laughs> That's hilarious. But just being clear about what I said. But no, you know, you we're so comfortable as white. Even me as a white, disabled, cisgendered man, I'm able to have preferences that are basically borderline. You know, it's borderline racism. And, and I think as a younger person, there were moments where I had ridiculous quote preferences like that. Now that I've grown up, and like, and like, seeing how the community treats me, those preferences are just. I like. I love that we're getting to a point now where queer people of color are, are actively saying, "No, no, you're being a racist." Like, no, no, you're you're just generally being racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. The girls be telling us all kinds of stories on the TL about people saying this and that and but then five seconds later they're praising Beyonce or Cardi B. I'm like, wait, right? that doesn't Confused. add up. Yeah. Erico Did he, any of you four oh four. Not found. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. Or, Did any of you see that episode of uh Insecure recently where one of the characters went to go have a threesome with these two white girls? Oh god, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you're you're just you're so." And they were talking about him like he's and he's right there. And they're like, "Oh, he's so he's not like Demarcus or whatever it was." And he's like, "Wait, are you only into me because I'm black?" And they're like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, yeah." It's, oh. I mean, it ha- yeah. it happens not just in the gay community; it happens in the straight world too. Yeah, I've I've had those I've had experiences where, you know, that's when people want to get with you is because. You are a person of color. Like, I remember I did a quick experiment on Growler once. I, I said that I was straight up top, and I still got people messaging me about, about bottom, like being in the bottom. I was like, I just said, I was like, you not just see this is top. And it's funny they, how they still put those stereotypes if I'm black, that means I have something big and I am the top. You know, that whole Mandingo format. But I think it makes it a little interesting when it does come to sex because sometimes I'm like, if I give it this white guy, what it is he gonna, gonna be like this? Um, mm-hmm. Or because I am light skin um, with medium soft hair. <laughs> that's all <what's> <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, as someone told me in uh, New Orleans. Um, then I'm put into a treated by some in a color as I will be automatically submissive because it's also looked at as light skinned guys are submissive. And I was like, 
okay. But I, it's very interesting, but I've learned that that's also the, the view too, of a person of color and or different shades, how that plays interesting roles in sex and how you may be considered submissive one way, but the dominant in the other. Um, so I have never heard of that until recently. Like lighter black guys would be submissive versus darker guys would be dominant. I didn't hear that until like two months ago. I feel like that so was on like, the timeline recently. That, yeah. That conversation about like like darker skinned black men they're just like, oh they're more dominant, more virile versus light skinned black men. Yeah. I have been approached that way by black men. You know, they automatically will assume that I'm gonna be the wife. Or when I was in New Orleans. And New Orleans is interesting because New Orleans has a lot of People of background and everything else, and I was, you know, I'm I'm in there with a bunch of also Creole. So I was dealing with people who were light skinned, who had gray haze. Like I have hazel eyes, but people who had gray and you know that type of stuff. But how they were considered in the gay scene as well. Those are those submissives, um, and so that's how I go for them. And I'm like, oh, I guess if we're closer to white, we consider submissives. Versus if we were closer to being dark skin, we'd be the dominant. So it was very, it, that was a very interesting conversation. Maybe another one I'll talk about that. But it was very interesting to learn that that was how Creole or light skinned guys were looked at as kind of the submissive ones, or again, the troubled ones, the ones who manipulate and play games with people. So it was kind of interesting to experience that. Mm-hmm. It's really sad that even in this day and age, with all of our social justice crap, and all of our, like, calling each other out, calling each other in, and trying to find the right language for stuff, that we're still dealing with this base, this base-ism, like, like this basic racism, like, wow. And we're we're hiding it in words like preferences, or like, I, this is, that's just what I like. And as queer men, we're totally okay to do this. It's totally not a problem. We're all right with it. Like, that's just scary that that our community, who is who is fighting for so much currently right now and has fought for so much is still like, yeah, it's okay to be like secretly racist and call it a preference. Like what? Right. Like they'll, they'll fuck a Nazi and they'll fuck a clown. But you know, a black guy is like, Oh, uh, sorry, not into blacks, but I'm going to fuck Pennywise. Like what? Fuck a clown and (laughs) a clown that kills kids. And then y'all going to marry him with a Babadook that is, uh, basically, oh, a I'm form of depression. Yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all. I can't with that. You get a shirt that says, "I'm not into racist, but I'll fuck Pennywise." Right. Like you would. Like, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was fun. Like, you know, more y'all would be willing to grow a demonic clown <laughs> than you would someone who's Asian or Latino or black. All right. All right. <laughs> it don't make any sense to me. But speaking of fantasy stuff, though. Let's, let's, you know, let's, let's jump back on that. Oh, fantasies. Um, what mythical creature would you want to kill? Would we have sex with? Um, would we be? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we would have sex with. Okay, I'll go first. Um, like, mythical creature. Um, the Minotaur? Oh, damn. I, I, like, like Gabby Sidibay and and Coven. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know. I've always thought the 
the mythology of the Minotaur was this rugged beast of a man, no pun intended. I, I, that would be, it would be very weird, to say the least. I think we're all pausing because we're all having the visual of that happening right now. <laughs> I, I don't know the logistics or the mechanics on how well, that would it's work. The body of a man. This is the, the, <laughs> the ball. Yeah. I think you might be in pain. Uh, yeah, I, this might be my last go round. So, but what a way to go! Go out with a bang. <laughs> with a couple bangs, actually. Right. I will. I'll go next. I have. I have a couple. I have a few. Um. So you always have a Please, someone say centaur. I was going to say pan. That's what I was going to say, a satyr. A satyr. I mean, not because I basically wrote wrote a comic based on a pan, but I'm just saying that something about them has always been kind of interesting and sexy. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, I would say centaur. Something about that is also interesting, too. Um... An orc. <laughs> oh damn! Orc. I don't. So Shrek. Wow. Not that. You up there, you up there giving the nine out of Shrek. These old, these old walls. <laughs> tumbled, tumbled, tumbled. Hobbit. Um. These walls could talk. Um. <laughs> this name. <laughs> Um, in the original, um, in the original, um, Clash of the Titans, I can't remember his, Calibus, him, he was, he was the villain in it, but something about Calibus, was, you know, he was very airy, uh, he loved Andromeda so much, um, that he was turned to a beast, you know, I always had a, a slight question there, and a werewolf, that's it, yeah, werewolf. I'll do a vampire, a werewolf, and I'm curious about a mermaid or merman. But just I want to know how that works. Okay, so when you said merman, the first visual that I had was Ben Stiller. No, (laughs) not Ben Stiller. No. The first thing that popped into my mind was that old Disney Channel movie, 13 again, or 13th year. Oh, I don't remember that one. The second thing that popped into my head was, uh, was, uh, was, was King Triton from The Little Mermaid. And I was like, yeah, all right, that's good to Listen, talk about. Norm Lewis played him on Broadway, and that man is built like a brick shit house. I absolutely would. Well, amazing. Yeah. I oh, I'll throw it to I'll throw in hell, both Hellboys to pass from in the curtain. Hold on. Now, full stop. Wait. You out there, didn't Ron Perlman play Hellboy the first one? Yep. yep. <sighs> I'm not judging you, per se. I'm just... I'm not judging you, but I'm totally am judging you. I'm just critiquing. I mean, <laughs> you're into that giant stone fist, whatever. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm gonna have to go with uh, with with the fox from um from Robin Hood from back in the day, and and any one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow, 
that okay. I wasn't expecting that choice. Yeah. <sighs> I don't they know. Just why. Don't it just don't even seem sexual been... to me. It could have been like my latent need for super masculinity with their like Kawabunga dude thing. And it might have been the realization that I wasn't into that at all. And so that's why I was like super, I don't, I don't know. But something about Donatello made me like, okay. And it might have been the voice actor. I think why I was so into cartoons when I was like like weirdly sexually into cartoons was because a lot of the voice actors were like young mm-hmm. men being like, yeah. I'm gonna go fight this this bad guy. And it like turned on some switch in my brain that was like, that's hot. That's masculinity, and that's what I should be looking for. Okay, if we're talking about voice actors, then I'm gonna go with X-Men the Animated Series and Magneto and Mr. Sinister. Something about those voices. I always thought Mr. Sinister was uh gay. Uh like how he I did too. it. Like I always thought, oh, Mr. Sinister's uh he's down for the cause. He he just loved the right. the the summer's bloodline a little too much, and his uh, his crew was called the Nasty Boys. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, y'all. <laughs> this- <laughs> they had that like like that man beast, right? I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So all y'all are fucking basically. <laughs> let's let's just put it out there. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing you brought. I would Magneto. Um, Magneto was ripped. Oh yeah, like. That long, flowing white hair. Right. He had his uh, his hair pressed many a times by sisters. Mm-hmm. Huh. Let's see. Um, do we have any final questions? Or comments? Concerns? Suggestions? No, this, was, this was fun. We have, to, we have to probably do a part yeah. two. I would be down for part two. Part two. <laughs> Hard yeah, I like standing up. Look way fun because it's just fun. Yeah, we certainly. Yeah, we'll have to look into the crystal ball and see about doing a, a part two and maybe even getting. I don't know. I, I would enjoy a perspective from a queer woman or a trans woman. I was just yeah. gonna say, yeah, yeah, totally. Because yeah. their perspective would be completely right. different than ours. Or trans man. Because that would be very interesting to see. But uh, I'm going to give everybody, uh, Andrew and Roberto, where can everybody find you on social media? Cool. I'll start. You can find me on social media at my website, www.andrewgerza.com. My podcast, Disability After Dark, is available on iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, all the places, and on Twitter at Andrew Gerza. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Um, my handle is at Dry Bertini, um, um, otherwise known as a nerd called Birdo. And I am on there all the time, so you'll find me interacting with people. Right. We're usually doing um, musicals. We're talking about. Uh, I'm either talking musicals, I am talking. Twitter after dark things at two in the afternoon. Um, People's shitty food preferences. <laughs> yes, like today's. Oh see, we won't. Yeah, they, that. What? I had to mute that conversation. Somebody was saying oh, chocolate so chocolate chip cookies were nasty. I was like, okay, you know what? I don't need this kind of negativity in what? my life. The, the no, timeline man. went into a dark <laughs> hole, and it just it just 
it just went to a dark place. Right. <laughs> I know the Lord, my Lord and Savior is. <laughs> Shit. But you can find the podcast at Mechashink Pod. You can follow me. I am at Oh my god, Porter Pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm at Porter Pizzazz. Victor is at Wonder Man 5. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, leave us a comment, subscribe, rate us. Uh, what else? What else we got coming up? Well, we... we... Have we're gonna have some different conversations and more guests coming up? We're gonna also start talking about some our favorite comic characters and video game characters that we like, and also again we have more surprises and more conversations just like this one coming up. Oh yeah, we got some some treats coming up down the way. I was looking at the schedule just now. Yeah, we got some nice big guests coming. I just want to say. Andrew, it was nice talking to you. I loved the episode that you were on um, with Megasheen. That was just a, a fantastic episode that you guys did. So it was great talking to you. Oh, uh, thank you. And I, I'll be—I'm going to add you on Twitter right now because I'd love to chat with you more about the fictional characters we both fuck. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. No problem. And until next time, guys, we will see you all later. Bye. It was such a pleasure. Thanks so much. Bye.